Hello and welcome to the Trouble with the Snap podcast. I am Tyler Hayward and you can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just look up Trouble with the Snap podcast. You can find that on the Facebook as well. Like and share the content, comment on the content and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, You know, a lot to get to today uh, really quick before we dive into you know, the breaking news yesterday that just shattered East Lansing. Um, you know, we were talking about players assigned, um, you know, get, getting uh, invites to camps and stuff like that, uh, UDFA deals, whatever it may be. Uh, Noah Harvey is with the Carolina Panthers, and I believe Matt Allen is with the New York Giants. Um, you know, like we said, there's not too much t- to... Uh, dive into and break down oh the Giants offensive line and stuff like that if you know we we don't know in what type of regard the Giants would hold player 53 on the roster or whatever it may be so yeah we're uh, not going to discuss that in detail if they latch on they latch on if not it it is what it is it's unfortunate you know there's going to be other opportunities XFL uh, now the USFL you know, stuff like that, but, uh, that being said, yeah, the news that, uh, the news that hit hard yesterday, Adrian Payne gunned down at the age of 31, uh, and j- th- this is just incredibly sad, and I can't get over, uh, you know, gunned down 1.30 in the morning, um, it broke a little bit earlier today that he was, uh, trying to break up a fight between a man and his girlfriend and you know words were exchanged and well the man who is being charged with first degree murder he's uh, claiming he's innocent and that uh, Adrian Payne was reaching towards his waistband um, while threatening the man and the guy went in grabbed his gun and shot him uh, video and video and the witnesses are stating that that is not the case according to reports and so uh, you know that's gonna speak for itself um, as this journeys through the legal system all of that said well, this is a sad day for Michigan State fans everywhere and I think when you sit here and you look at the response, yeah, it's Michigan State fans, but you see the national uh, perspective of this as well, the heartache that is felt from them, um, more or less because of the Lacey Hallsworth story. You know, th- this would be a local story otherwise. Uh, you know, he, he was a player in the NBA for, you know, on and off for four years drafted by the Atlanta Hawks, traded mid-season to the Minnesota Timberwolves, had a couple good games, uh, got an opportunity with the Orlando Magic, and that was going to be that, like, uh, if, but this, uh, Lacey Hallsworth story turned him into a national icon during his, uh, time in Michigan State, and just the bond that he formed with her on what was otherwise a you know, one of those routine hospital visits that you uh, hear about. And so, you, you can just see the type of impact that 
he had and how he was using his gifts and you know some of his other um, extracurricular stuff like uh, you know helping uh, people find work uh, with, with the government and government contracts and things like that um, that he started to do and a business that was starting to boom for him and it's just really unfortunate that uh, you know he didn't get to see that through and he didn't get to see through the growth of his son who I know he took time off to uh, I don't remember exactly when it was like late last year from basketball due to uh, due to uh, surgery that he had to have and so I believe that his son is and he was four when it happened he may be five now but uh, just completely sad all the way around and look this this one hurts because this is a guy who everybody can relate to. You know, he, he was one of those guys who, when you get when uh, you see players get drafted into the NFL, you typically hear, oh, well, this guy plays like T.J. Watt. This guy plays like Patrick Mahomes. This guy plays like whoever it may be. And that, that's one of the comps that you hear around Michigan State. Jaron Jackson, uh, we're going to comp him to Adrian Payne. Marcus Bingham, we're going to comp him to Adrian Payne. Just a taller, skinnier kid, uh, skill set that has the potential to reach out to the perimeter, uh, quality shot blocker, and uh, sometimes play above the rim. And that's how, uh, I mean, that's how it is. That, that was the impact that he left on the court. Obviously, we just talked about what he did off the court, but look, uh, two-time second-team All-Big Ten player, uh, came in incredibly raw, uh, didn't really, uh, didn't have too much of a polished skill set, just a raw athlete, uh, had the ability to block shots and dunk, you know, in a little bit of a post game, and, you know, he developed that to where he was stretching out three-pointers, and by the time he graduated and that that's ultimately the progression that you see from these four-year players under Izzo who grow as basketball players but also as men and like I said you see that with the Lacey Hallsworth uh, story you know uh, we, we, we do have to talk a little bit about what he's done on the basketball court because that's what I mean he was known for you know, um, without that, the Lacey story wouldn't have broke. And so th those are the types of uh, things that, you know, uh, you really want to talk about the person, but you, you don't know the person. You don't. You, you've, you hear stories of him. And I've met him once. Uh, seemed like a great guy. Did not talk for more than 30 seconds. But I... I can't sit there and tell you, you know, his, you know, innermost desires, what he wants to do with his life, stuff like that. So, look, that basketball was it. Basketball was how he knew him. Uh, and unfortunately, he's part of the first class to not, uh, to not make the Final Four under Tom Izzo uh, if he stayed for four years. And, you know, you can credit that to 
somehow getting robbed at seating and playing Connecticut at Madison Square. You can credit it to Shabazz Napier flopping. Me, personally, I don't credit it to any of that. I credit it to Keith Appling uh, playing with a broken bone in his shooting wrist. And, I mean, he was destined to be Big Ten Player of the Year the way he was playing uh, before conference play started. Uh, tried to dunk the ball against North Carolina. And ended up breaking his wrist on uh, the landing. And, you know, his, his shot was just off ever since then. And he, he was not the player that he was uh, at the beginning of the season. And so that that's what I credit it to. That's, uh, that to me is one of the... Yeah, no, one of the more snake-bitten seasons, you know, if you talk about that. You obviously got the COVID year. Oh, Tom Izzo got robbed of a championship there. Cassius and Tillman and those guys. Uh, you talked about the Caitlin Lucas year, which you know, Lucas, uh, sorry, I don't remember if it was ruptured or tore his Achilles. Um, and you look at that, you look at those big three as... You know what, that was another opportunity that was gone, whether it be from just bad luck, um, ter- you know, you want to throw in a bad officiated uh, tournament game, whatever, but it, the, this was one that uh, I, I always try to mention when people talk about, oh, well, Izzo got robbed at number two because of COVID. Yeah, well, 2014, you know, Michigan State had an opportunity but Appling didn't get that fixed uh, before the season ended. So that that was one of those uh, seasons I, I always try to mention with that. But Adrian Payne was definitely a leader on that team. Uh, he, and it, it was just absolutely incredible to be there um, on his senior day, carrying out Lacey. But, you know, both of them are together again, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just really unfortunate that, you know, you end up in these types of situations. And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, well, he shouldn't have been doing this. He shouldn't have been doing that. He should have been smart enough to do this. Um, I don't like to say that because I don't know. You know, maybe he was just trying to hang out with his friends for one more night or something like that before he did something. I don't know. We we don't know what was going on in his life. Like, the second you leave the NBA, you kind of leave the public eye. And uh, obviously he left the NBA under just complete garbage reasons. Paul Levine's hit piece and all that type of stuff uh, for a situation that was never taken to court, was never taken to trial, was never, that was settled outside of, or whatever it may have been, drop charges, I, I don't really remember all of that, all of the details regarding that, because it was resolved when he was at Michigan State, and that's the bottom line there, so, that, so, you know, when you fall out of the public eye like that, like I said, you don't know what's going on in the young man's life anyways, and some of these guys, like him, uh, do try to keep a little more private, but just a terrible situation. Completely, I'm completely heartbroken over it, man. I, uh, 
last night I did watch the piece about uh, Payne's relationship that the Big Ten Network did on the journey with uh, Lacey and just straight up ugly grind. Um, like I said, just an unfortunate situation. And look, the, the, this just goes to show my grandma was always right, man. Nothing good happens after 10 o'clock at night. And I mean, as you get older, you start to realize that a little bit more to yourself. And, you know, me as a I don't know, 26, 27 year old idiot running around doing stupid stuff until late and all of that like that those situations never end overly positive they never end positive and and so you know it's it's unfortunate that uh he was even there to begin with. Like I said, he wasn't doing anything wrong by any stretch of the imagination based upon uh, what we've heard so far. And the... I hate talking about that because it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Oh, well, was he doing this? Was he doing that? Was he... It doesn't matter because man lost his life. And that's something that something that no one should have to deal with at that point the way it ended uh, those types of escalations especially when there's probably drinking involved and so you know it's just stuff you hate to see and you know thoughts and prayers prayers out to his family uh, I think he was I don't I, look I don't even know where to go with this if for being completely honest, but, uh, look, all I know is from the accounts that I've heard, and obviously what we've seen on TV, great basketball player, better person. You know, might not be, it, you know, may, may not be really famous for anything outside of East Lansing, um, other than that, uh, story is that, uh, went through the end of his career um, with uh, eight, was a seven, eight-year-old uh, cancer patient, but, you know, the people around East Lansing, I know they're all feeling it. You can look at uh, Draymond's tributes last night, uh, talking about the money that he's going to donate to a fund. I think it was $100,000. Uh, the writing on his shoes, um, he was just, he didn't he sat there and was just talking about how rough of a time he was having. Uh, Steve Kerr talked about how rough of a time Draymond was having. Uh, you know, you look at Del Monroe, Brandon Wood, Sam Vincent, all of their social media posts, uh, Alex Ghana, Anthony Iani. You know, you, you look at those types of stories and you, you just hear how they talk about it. And you just know that it's something that that is felt by a lot of people in East Lansing and part of the as Iani referred to it yesterday Michigan State basketball fan and so 
Um, yeah, it, it's just one of those situations that sucks. It's something that I feel like needed to be addressed in at least some form or fashion on this channel. And look, we'll if anything else comes to this, you know, we'll obviously talk about it. We will uh, obviously keep you posted about the unimportant stuff, as bad as it is on a sports podcast to talk about the talk about sports in that regard. Uh, we'll t- we'll talk to you about Max Christie. You know, we'll 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 talk to you about any other players that sign. Uh, you know, if I I still think there's an opportunity out there for another Spartan, uh, and I I feel like uh, he may have a case to actually make a roster, even though he's not signed yet. Um, but you know, like I said, we will talk about that type of stuff. Uh, I know Tom Izzo's got to get something going in the transfer portal. I know he lost Michael Parrish to Oakland. We'll cover that quote-unquote unimportant stuff as it develops. But, you know, right now, Adrian Payne, he he deserved, uh, you know, mention uh, given the age, the way, everything else of which that he died in. You know, just the impact he had on Michigan State basketball in general, I think, something absolutely huge. But uh, I'm Tyler Hayward. This is The Trouble with the Snap.